What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Parish. My character, Gray Parish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from life. You know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Nikki, Nikki, Nick, boy. Anna H. Anna H. Who knows how to spell this bitch? Oh, okay. Uh, it's H-O-S-S-N-I-E-H. Oh, I meant pronounce. Oh, okay. Well, you said spell. Sorry. Yes. I can smell. Smell. I can smell. I can spell. And uh, I can tell that this and you're is under getting off to a good... a spell. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the same word. Ha! <laughs> 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 Wait, were you doing Joe's <laughs> laugh? Wait, Rose laugh. Ro. Ha! 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 Darling. And then he's like, <laughs> Can I tell you again uh, how surprised I am that I like this show now? I know, I love it. It's so good. There are certain parts of the episode where I'm like, I don't need to see this. And I low key want to um, fast forward, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. It's usually oh. whenever, <laughs> <Me either. laughs> whenever Kelly talks, I'm like, oh, God, who cares? Yeah, he's boring as fuck, and I want him to fail, so there's a fun guy. But that thing's like, I think he's boring, but I also don't want him to fail. I just want him to be good at his job, so there's no storylines involving him. Even the way he fails is boring, because the captain's like, um, you're only doing 90% a good job. 
And he's like, oh, no. The captain doesn't think I'm doing it perfect. But it's like, he's not fucking anything up majorly. He's like, the storylines are like, the window's too salty. Yeah. There's pizza on the floor. Like, these are not real problems. Yeah. Uh, why'd you get fired from your last job? Uh, someone in the middle of the night while I was sleeping dropped pizza on the floor. Wait, Someone what? that I know. You literally should be out of a job. Oh, shit. <laughs> I shouldn't put that on my resume. No, I would actually say that you um, should no longer continue to live. <laughs> so this episode uh, starts off with um, an incredible reveal. Well, okay. Very so quickly. Below Deck, season four, episode eight. Episode eight. Oh, uh, this is your favorite very, episode. Very quickly, seasons. there's a shot of, um, yeah, seven through nine. This, this, this is a one-two punch right here. Yeah. The woman that was proposed to. Yes. The newly engaged lady who yes. was forgotten on the boat yes. famously. Yes. Um, hates the ring. What? That's not what that she was given. Yeah. She made a face like when they're taking a picture of it and she's like, it's so bougie. Oh, I don't think she hates it. I think she, um, okay, but she may not hate it, but I don't think she likes it. I think she would prefer a different one. Maybe, but that's not her choice, is it? Women don't have rights. Uh, Women do not get a choice, which is why I think instead of engagement rings, people should not get married. They should get engagement guns. They should get engagement gum. You know what engagement gun would do if you, instead of a divorce, you whoever quick draws and shoots the other person first. Boom, baby. Boom. There you go. Shotgun wedding. Shotgun murder wedding. Shotgun murder wedding. That weird? Should I not sing that? Yeah, I was just gonna let you sit in that and just think about what you've done. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the guests are looking at the woman's engagement ring, and Kate keeps saying that love is in the air, and she can love feel is it. In the air. And then Kate says Ben is known for being very popular with ladies, but she's never seen him this way with any girl like Emily. <sighs> Magic everywhere. And then Captain Lee calls Kelly up to the wheelhouse to chat about the pool floating away in the last episode. The love boat. I still, I think that's romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not rocket science. Kelly, it's not rocket science. We talked about that, right? What? The pool floating away in the last episode. Um, I don't believe we hit it at the end there. The pool did not float away, right? They got it eventually. They did not lose the pool. Um, why do I have zero memory of discussing that? I don't think that we did. It's not a big deal. It must have been right at the end there. No, I. that's not very much like me to miss something. Well, here's the thing. It happened. It's unimportant. No one noticed. What's happening now is Captain Lee is talking to Kelly and... You can have this meltdown. I want you to have this meltdown. Just please on your own time. You are losing your mind. <laughs> I And uh, uh, Kelly, it's not rocket science. Correct. It's not rock. Oh. Kelly, what are you doing for the next three hours? Will you help me shave my neck mustache? Oh, okay. I see. Me and the lovely lady would like to climb the mountain that is your naked body. Okay, I see what I was writing about in that situation. Oh, Jesus. Why are we still talking about this? He was upset about uh -huh. the fact that the pool <sighs> was in the way and, and they were like 
trying to get the pool out of the way so they can pull the, the tender up to pick up the guests. Yes, that's a different incident. Not yes. a big deal. We don't need to revisit it. Let's keep Sorry, going Sorry, I was just trying to remember what I was writing about because after a while, this keeps happening and it's all blurring together in my mind. Yeah, that's why I've, I've found the, the best thing to do is to just not pay attention that well. Oh. Just keep moving forward. Okay, well, Captain Lee's mad that the guests saw it all happen and he says it's a total embarrassment. And he says, uh, Kelly's in charge of the guest satisfaction on the exterior... Um, and he's like, the crew looks up to you and you need to be stricter with them because you're on a boat and that's how things go. And Kelly's like, you know, I, I'm trying to take all of the constructive criticism, but lately it's a lot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Ben's making French toast. That was really cute for the guests for breakfast. It was cool. Like the little round French toast. Yeah. Very cute. How did he cute. do that? How did You know, every time somebody asks the captain to have dinner with them, I always think like, you know they'd rather have Ben. That's the tragedy, is that you can't eat Ben's food with Ben. Really? You think they'd rather have Ben? Yeah, I think Ben's a big, a bigger celebrity. Because Ben, you know, does something that people respect. Like people, like there are famous chefs, you know, like there's no famous fucking tiny yacht captains. That's well, just a fact. No, no disrespect are. to that Captain Lee. It was Captain Lee is the famous cap, the famous right. yacht captain. So all we know now, <laughs> I know two and I know that one of them, Captain Lee, is quite famous and the other one, Captain Marcus, not famous. Well, we have another captain coming soon, Captain Sandy. I know. Well, he's not here yet. She. No. Ugh. Okay. How? Okay. You know what? Let's move on. So, Holy what? Uh, Emily, Barry and Larry were looked over. Yeah. Well, what the fuck? So, I mean, I understand Larry, but Barry. Ben's in the kitchen and he's being all dreamy because he's in the galley talking to Emily, and Emily says she's seeing Ben in a different light. She's seeing a sweet side to him. Uh, did you see that photo that I sent yes, you? Yes, I did. I did. Of Ben looking all dreamy. That was from that did scene. Did you like that I ignored you? I did. Oh, okay. I was trying to give mm. you a little bit of a taste of my mm, action. Not like that. I'm just joking. You just texted me at a time and I just forgot to respond. Because you know I oh, would respond. Okay. I would no, respond. No, I know. You would You would love. You're like, finally somebody texted me about something other than work. But even though it is our work. <laughs> yes, yeah, this is our job. Anyway, so the deck crew is putting out the slide for the guests, and Nico thinks Captain Lee is on their asses more than ever because uh, he's watching them put the slide out with his stern expression. And Sierra randomly says that she's going to miss one of the guests, Frankie, because he reminds her of Turtle from Entourage. I, I didn't see that coming. I at no point even saw them interacting. So I was like, why? I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking Sierra is a bit of a wild card. Okay. Yeah, so Kate's asking Sarah about Kyle, and she says that Ky uh, Kyle doesn't want their fishing date to be a group date, but she also says she met a guy before she came on the boat, and he texted her on Valentine's Day, so she's just trying to feel it all out. Um, look, I would love to marry you, Kyle. Uh, however, somebody just texted me, so I think I'm married now. Yeah, well, also, it's like the spark wasn't there for her. Uh, no, that's that's a real thought, and she could say something like that. Yeah. Well, she tried to make it a group date, and he wasn't having it. Uh, anyways, well, that was rude to make it a group date. 
<sighs> Why is wrong with it you? It should have been a group date, though. Cause yeah, it should have been. He might have had a better shot. Yeah, the with pressure was someone off. else. Um, yeah, so Emily's talking to Sierra about going fishing and dancing. And they're, like, discussing how it's going to go. And while this is happening, the guests are all going down the slide and having a good time. And Kate's asking Ben if he'll be Elvis for the theme dinner. And he is not into it. That's, I mean, again, this man cannot do dinner parties. He's dinner. Yeah. Well, after dinner. But then he's cleaning up. No, I'm pretty sure everyone else has to clean up for him. For Ben? I don't think so. No. Well, Captain Lee asks Kelly to figure out if the main guest, Steve, wants to hit golf balls off the yacht. And Steve is down. He's like, oh, yeah, I would love to do that. More trash in the ocean. Thank you, Captain Lee. <laughs> I know. It's actually becoming a problem. Uh, so Captain Lee won't let... Um, oh, okay. Basically, Kelly's like trying to figure out how to set it up, and Captain Lee is being very snippy about it, and he's like, I have to babysit every aspect of everything. Um, I have to go to the Metropolitan Museum of Art and get the two first ever golf clubs ever made. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fa- that's facts. Uh, and Captain Lee won't let hit Kelly hit one of the balls off the boat because uh, he hates him. Yeah, what a piece of shit. What like a once-in-a-lifetime moment. And he's like, no. No. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so that was interesting that they had that whole setup already on the boat. Like, that's yeah, a that, thing. it's interesting we've never seen it. No, I guess no one's ever acknowledged it. But yeah, they the guests hit some balls off the boat while Kelly and Captain Lee watch. And it looks like Kelly's just holding the guest's drink. Yeah, Kelly was... Uh, this was a cuck moment, if mm-hmm. I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kate checks to see if Nico... I do want to apologize huh? to our listeners for using that word. Cuck? Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. I know you're an animal, but I, I try to be a nice boy. <laughs> I wear... When, okay. Um, you are an, an animal. animal. So to the tune of even flow. Oh, so Kate checks to see if Nico wants to be Elvis for the night. And he's into it because he's a natural. Yeah, He's like, Oh wow. First choice for being Elvis. Hell yeah. Yeah. First choice. That's funny. Kate also asked Kelly to be another one of the Vegas entertainers. And classically, he's got to be a Chippendale. Nico's like, oh, sorry, bro. I can't be a Chippendale. Uh, I'm going to be Elvis. And they're like, yeah, no one asked you to literally do either one of these. <laughs> so the, the guests sit down for dinner, and they're really into the Vegas theme. And Emily's trying to tie a bow tie onto Kelly, and he's like, I'm so curious what she's looking for. Is she trying to have fun like me, or is she trying to get married? And it's like, bitch, like she ain't even looking. You want to marry her. She's not even looking. So Emily doesn't want to upset Kelly about her date with Ben, uh, and she doesn't want to hurt their friendship, so she feels weird. Um, Yeah, Nico's dressed as Elvis, and his pants are so tight that his nuts are apparently out. Oh, I think it was his dong. Whatever. He said there was some, what was it, camel toe, knuckle? His moose and knuckles. His moose knuckles. There you go. Uh, yeah, and so they set up the dance party room, and that's where Nico and Kelly are just awkwardly hanging out, and it's very embarrassing, and I had... So embarrassing. I was like, I think the thing that was the most embarrassing was 
that uh, Nico's Elvis was so bad. The mm-hmm. easiest impression in the history of the world to do. Yeah, but he was also loving it. He was like, I'm a natural-born entertainer. Like, also, okay. um, they were clearly using licensed music, and so there was no sound in the room. Yeah. And while they're dancing and doing impressions, it was like, that's 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 mean to do. Put him on TV. Yeah. Well, whatever. The main charter guest was really into it. Steve was dancing up a storm. You know I'm a professional um, Elvis impersonator. Are you? Hit me with something. Yeah. Well, there's a one for the money, a two for the show, a three to get ready, and I'll go cat gold, don't you? I'll step on my blue suede shoes. Well, you can do anything, but i my blue suede shoes. Oh, my Thank you. God. That was Thank actually really much. good. Thank you. When did you pick that up? Um, It's a um, natch, baby. Hmm, okay. all, I, I was doing this before I even heard Elvis. Oh, I wrote okay. that song. I mean, independent. I mean, I know he, you know, got it from somebody else, but mm. uh, I uh, I wrote that song and I was like, oh, I guess I may have heard it once, you know, but um, okay, no, I didn't. Write it. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. So uh, <laughs> the guests finish dancing and whatever their party and everyone goes to bed and Ben's helping Emily take out the trash and says he would like to spend more the rest of the evening with Emily, but it, things don't work like that when you're working on a yacht and he says that Emily has him a little rattled. Mm. Mm. This came out of the blue. I mean, I know this point is harped on um, the entire episode, but uh, this was a surprise. It's so weird. Yeah. She's Why a, is Ben? Ben doesn't act like this. She's an English rose. Ben's acting like a little bitch. Because she's on his level of poshness. So he's like, oh, That's perfect. it, isn't it? I found my ultra privileged babe. You remind me of my mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Kate points out that Emily can't stop smiling and she says she can't wait for dinner with Ben. And uh, she says she feels bad about Kelly. And Kate says, don't worry, because it, it's not ever happening with him anyway. So she shouldn't even bring it up. Crazy. Wow. All right, it's the next day. So the guests are having breakfast and talking about wedding and bachelor party plans. And the main charter says that he loves that his fiance's finger is so small because then the rock looks bigger. Cha-ching. 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 Yeah. So uh, Kate said, Kate asks Kyle about his family, and we learn that they're not very close because he left home at 15 years old in eight months. He's so serious and detail oriented because eight months. Yeah, it's like, hey, you close to your family? No, good. That's what I asked. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Well, actually, my dad tried to stab me, and my mom, she threw me off a boat, and then my little sister cut off my big toe, and then we all got potato famine. <laughs> Oh my God, Nick! You're like, what are you talking? <laughs> I just asked you what your middle name was. Potato I don't famine. have a middle name because I was named after my grandpa, who murdered all the prostitutes in Belstershire. Sex workers. Well, that's not how he talks. Well, regardless, potato famine is Ireland and not England. Yeah, uh, but I called it because of my how poor I was. Okay. I was basically Irish with my bank account. 
Well, anyway, we learned he left home and joined the army and never turned back. And he says he knows which how- army. Jesus, the doesn't British. sound like the U.S. Army. If the I ever heard that, British. This army. guy's a traitor. British Army. Benedict Arnold. Oh Lord, uh, <laughs> Benedict Arnold. No eggs, Benedict. Ugh. So he says he knows how to juggle. So he went to London and he was homeless and worked as a street performer to make money because this street worker. Street performer. Street worker. Okay, I am going to kill you. He basically worked as a busker. Uh-huh, a street busker. Because he was, like, really interested in this girl who told him to come to London and, like, ma- it was the weirdest story. So, basically, she was, like, had a great job, had a flat, but didn't let him live with her because she's, like, no, you need to make a life for yourself out here and make a life for us. So, he's, like, okay, I'll sleep on a bench and be a street performer, excuse me, busker for you. And then she ended up leaving him for a rich South African doctor. Is that like every story you've ever heard? No. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck kind of performer was he? Like a juggler. I mean, he's not juggled one thing. Well, I don't know. I didn't really understand why she was like, go make a living for us or go make a life for us on the street. I don't understand what kind of street performing he does. And I want to know. Okay, well, Kate says she doesn't think Kyle is embarrassed by anything, and she likes him for that. Then he owns who he is. Hmm. So the deck crew is working on docking, and Captain Lee is happy with their work. And Kate tells Sierra that she has to give Kyle a chance because he's a hard worker and a good guy and a British Ryan Gosling. Wow, yeah, that's a bit overboard. Yeah, so the deck crew's getting all the guest luggage off the boat for them to leave, and I thought they were getting a 16K tip. What did you think? Oh, here, I wrote it down. I thought they were going to get... Um, I And, wow, I did not get this right. I said 22K. Wow. Um, well, so the guests leave, and the deck crew are getting all excited because they want to go out that night, and... Um, Yeah, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. And we are back. No, we're not. We haven't even left. We're going on break again. Okay, Nick. We are back. Let's go on break. Okay, we'll be right back. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. 
I'm late. I'm late. Very, very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com and we're back and we're gonna take a quick break oh my um, god and uh, do pay some bills around here i hate you people don't say that enough anymore pay some bills yeah yeah anyway and we are back so, so it's a crew mess meeting time Kelly is leaning on Emily and she's not very into it. And she says he clearly doesn't know that Ben asked Emily out because he's what is this all up leaning move he has? I don't know. He just leans on her. Ugh. That you, you gotta use your words, my man. I love you, babe. I want to hook up with you once and then freak out like I did with Jay Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so Captain Lee says interior nailed it and exterior had some hiccups and wants them to be more proactive, which he says every five minutes about them. Uh, and then they end up with a 15K tip. Pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't realize it was a one-day charter. Yeah. They're no, all one-day charters, man. So many fucking one-dayers. I think it was... Yeah, I guess so. It's expensive, Two days, dude. one night. One night. It's expensive. Yeah, but that guy's got that financial advisor money. True. Um, Kyle asked Captain if he can take Sierra fishing, and and he says yes, but they got to make up their work later. Um, so Sierra and Kyle are getting ready to go out fishing, and Kyle is wearing a bright pink shirt. Uh -huh. um, and yeah, and they head out on a, a fishing boat that I guess he chartered. So... That's where we're at. Thoughts on his shirt? Um, I think it's fine. What's wrong with his fucking shirt? It's a beautiful salmon. That's not salmon. That's like hot pink. It's a salmon that they overdyed. Do you know the salmon that you eat is dyed pink? Um because uh, a salmon gets its pink color from uh, the blood that rushes through its body when it uh, swims against the current. You know, it's like, it's very active. But uh, salmon are grown, you know, in like salmon farms and they don't swim around like that. And so they don't get their pink tint. And so that has to be dyed pink. Wow, it's just like the blue roses all over again. Yeah, your world is a lie. That was heavy, man. What's next? So Emily, Lauren, and Nico are hanging out, and Emily tells him about her plans to go out to dinner with Ben, and Nico laughs like, ah, Kelly's fucked. And then Lauren says that Kelly's going to flip and that she never... Or and and that um, and then Emily says she never he never really asked her out anyway like he just kind of was like we should double date and she's like what and then he didn't pursue it. Uh, Lauren says she's staying out of this because she doesn't want to tell Kelly or you know upset him and whatever. Uh, so Kyle and Sierra they're on the boat 
and they're trying, uh, Kyla's trying to sit with her and she's being kind of like, I don't need you to like sit in this tiny chair with me. But he's like, no, it's fine. It's great. I'll oh, sit on you. That was really awkward. She's like, no, thank you. And she says it makes her uncomfortable how persistent he is to be flirty. Um, And then he tries to make her eat a part of a raw fish and she's not into it. It's like, that's fucking fine, you weirdo. You know what? Maybe stop smiling so goddamn much. It's hard to tell when you don't like something, babe. Okay, babe. Well, um, he's like, well, you know, instead of eating this raw fish, you could be back on the boat making beds. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. But then she's like, well, or I could be in the hot tub or doing yoga. And he's just like, are you not having a good time? She's like, no, I'm having a fine time. I'm just saying I I wouldn't necessarily be making a bed. Also, I don't want to eat this raw fish that you're offering. Yeah, this date sucks. Yeah, so he's continuing to try and fish, and she's, like, on her phone, uh, like, texting someone or sending video, I don't know, pictures. Yeah, so Ben and Kelly, I mean, you're fishing. It's not like you're sitting down to dinner. Right. You're on a fishing trip, like... You might take a picture. You might text somebody. I don't know. It's not like one-on-one conversation the whole fucking time. Well, I guess he thought she would be paying more attention to him and what he was doing. I guess I don't know how long this... Like, they could have been on the boat for like an hour, and it would be rude to not pay attention for that short amount of time. Yeah, well, okay. Who knows? Editing, it's never clear. Well, I do know because he asked uh, Captain Lee if he could take Sierra out fishing, and he said like two hours. Right. Um... I guess you could say I just don't really understand why you're yelling at me. I guess you could say <laughs> some. Remember when you hmm. spoke really rough to me, but I didn't notice because I'm so used to men speaking down to me in my career that your girlfriend or slash wife, Lyra, told you to not speak so roughly to me. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah. That was a really nice moment for me to realize that uh, everyone speaks down to me and I'm so used to it. Yeah. Fascinating well, time. I don't. Fascinating time I in my life. I respect you. I'm one of the few people that respects you. Well, yeah, because your girlfriend told you you had to. Yes, but I've internalized it. <laughs> now I believe that it came from me, so I respect it. I just thought it was funny. I don't hold it against you. I truly was not even remotely bothered by the way you were speaking to me. Because, again, I'm so used to it. Um, Great times. Uh, it's going to sound like I was yelling at you. I was not. I was frustrated. Oh, that God. And then you like put your that, arms around my neck. Do you remember that? And I didn't even notice because I'm just yes, so used to yes, being just uh, strangled. Yes, yes. yes, we were in different neighborhoods, oh. but I strangled you. It's just so interesting how like I, I just am so used to just being like mm, almost by murdered. Me. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, by like most men in my life, just always just like mm-hmm. I'm like three seconds from being murdered by them. And I'm so used to uh, it yeah, that I'm right. never bothered uh-huh. by it. Well, um, I uh, I have to apologize. And that's how women live their lives. Look, I'm not going to laugh this off. I tried to murder you. <laughs> okay, let's I'm move on. I'm sorry about that. Let's okay. move on. This bit has gone too far. Oh, um, my God. It started too far. <laughs> I love to put men on the spot. So Ben and Kelly, they're rooming together, and Ben is trying to get ready for his dinner date. And Emily's just, I'm not Emily, Ben and Kelly is trying to get ready for just going out on the night in the town with his deck boys. Um, and Kyle is trying to figure out, Kyle like figures out, well, Sierra basically tells him that she does have a male admirer at home, but she doesn't say she was texting him the whole time. She just 
he asks, like, oh, do you have an admirer at home? And she goes, oh, yeah, I do. Um, and boy, does that begin a spiral. So they get back to the yacht, and Kyle immediately tells Ben that she was texting her guy the entire time um, and that it's the first time he's hearing about it. And Kelly calls out Sierra when she comes through the room or through the whatever the where everyone lit rooms whatever i don't know what that's called uh for texting her boyfriend and the crew mess crew mess whatever she's like stop texting your boyfriend and she's like what and then she calls him mean because she's like i don't have a boyfriend and whatever and then kate tells ben that uh emily's waiting for him in the lobby he says your your lady's waiting for you in the lobby in front of kelly and kelly's like wait who's your lady and um, Kate's like, well, Emily, they're going on a date together. And I was like, that's savage to do it that way. And then Ben was in the room when she said it. Yeah, Ben was right there. He overheard it. Everyone overheard it. It was real awkward. And yeah, yeah. so Ben goes to meet up with Emily and they leave to go to dinner. And um, Kelly says he's hurt and he thought. Ben was his boy. Tough. Uh, um, why? Why did he think Ben was his boy? Uh, I don't I've know. never experienced a boy moment. I don't know because they roomed together. I guess. Oh, they roomed together, so they turn and, the other cheek while and they've the other done, one masturbates. They've done, yeah, they've done a charter together. I guess. Oh, yeah. Do a charter together, friends for life. Right, Trevor? Um, so, yeah, Kelly and Kyle are just smoking set cigs at the end of the dock and being like bros and talking about how Ben and Emily and um, they're talking about Ben and Emily going out and they're talking about how Sierra hurt Kyle. And they're basically just being like some butthurt dudes at like smoking their cigs. And then this Kelly show has more cigarette smoking than almost any other show. Yeah, because they're all fucking chain smoking. And then Kelly oh. convinces Kyle to not take Sierra out to dinner, which was the original plan. Kelly is on a rampage of, if I can't be happy, no one can be happy. No, he's not being very chill. <sighs> well, anyway, uh, Ben and Emily, they go out to dinner. Uh, Lauren, Kyle, and Kelly are talking, and we learn that Sierra was just texting one of her girlfriends. Kelly says that, no, that's not true. She has a boyfriend back home. And he's getting so angry about it and, like, up in her business, even though he has literally no facts. No facts. Um, do not. Kelly is, oh, man, this is so embarrassing for Kelly. The point where uh, he t he and Sierra talk at the end of the dock. Yeah. He says that, um I forget what the impetus was for what I just I what I wrote down, but he was accusing her of something. Kelly was accusing Sierra of having a boyfriend and not being well. Okay, so Lauren tells Sierra the situation. She's like, "Yo, Kelly's heated. He's acting a fool. If you come out to dinner with us, don't sit near Kelly. Like, avoid oh, him." Oh, 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 oh! I my thing was about Ben. Oh, well, at dinner, Ben and em or Emily and Ben, they're talking about Dill, the Spice, and Emily's family's feelings about her getting into yachting. We learn that Emily's very independent and Ben's into that. 
Um, he, uh, Kelly in an ITM was saying, was accusing Ben of, uh, uh, you know, falling in love with a, a new person every charter. Right. That's what the, he was saying. It wasn't right, an right, ITM. Right, right, he right. was saying that to Kyle on oh. the dock when they were smoking six. Oh, so then my point is Kelly has been on this show twice and he has literally fallen in love both times. Yeah. No, he's being deeply unreasonable. Deeply unreasonable. He's just angry. Yes. He's angry and taking it out on the wrong situation left and right. Embarrassing. Yeah. So Sierra says she wants to talk to Kelly and she pulls him to understand why pulls him aside to understand why he's being such a hater. And she says she wasn't he wasn't he says that she wasn't clear enough with Kyle about what was going on. And uh we she flashbacks to her being like, it should be a group date. And then um her being like we should go Dutch. You can't pay for it. I'll I'll help pay for it as well uh, for the dinner. And then um, there was another instance where she's like, says something. Oh, he says, I'm really into you. And she says, yeah, you're pretty cool. Uh, there were a lot of vibes. I agree she wasn't as clear as she needed to be. But there were definitely vibes she was putting out that were kind of like, you're coming on too strong. Uh, yeah, but not much. I mean, that those were just like these isolated clips that did not provide full context. No. And with full context, they were, it was, it was much more murky. Yeah. So Sierra keeps smiling and being like, what? And Kelly walks away and she decides she doesn't want to go out with them because Kelly is creating more drama and being aggressive. And Nico's like, whatever. Kyle got denied. It happens. Let's move on. Nico's strategy isn't looking as bad now because it's how it looked like he ruined everything the first night but no he just got all the weirdness out of the way night one and now doesn't have to like get his fucking feelings hurt or hurt somebody anymore and it's like over yeah he says that he thinks that kelly's acting out because he's upset that emily and ben went out on a date and so Kelly follows Sierra into the boat when she's trying to leave to create more shit because she said he's being drama. And so Kate gets involved and tells Kelly it's none of his business what happened between Sarah and Kyle. I agree with that. And then he goes, it is because it affects my crew. But it doesn't affect your crew. Like, Kyle needs to get over it. Can I tell you who I think is going to hook up before the end of this? Who? Here's my prediction. Yeah? Kelly... And Lauren. I don't think so. Mark my words. I don't know about that. Mark them. Okay, I'll edit this Polo. out. Polo. I'll edit this out if you want me to mark it. Uh, okay, so. Captain Marcus Polo. Marco Polo. So Sarah decides to stay back from dinner because Kelly's being so aggro and and the deck crew decides to just leave anyway, even though Lauren doesn't want to leave Sierra behind. She keeps trying to get her to come. But sorry, Lauren, Sierra's not doing this shit no more. And then so Kate, who's like doing some work, is talking Sierra out of her funk and being like, it has nothing to do with you. He's just mad. Kelly's just mad because Ben and Emily are going out on a date and he's taking it out on you. And Sierra's just like, yeah, but regardless, fuck off uh, about Kelly. And, and Kate says... Kelly is not mature enough to deal with rejection because he's so used to being like the guy that all the girls are into. So this is where we're at. Um, well, who do you, uh, who do you, who do you stand more? Bemily or 
Um, Emily. Uh, can, who? Emily is Ben and Emily, and then mm-hmm. Kelly and Emily. I clearly stand Ben and Emily. Why would I even stand Kelly and Emily? They're not together, and they never will who do be. You st- who do you stand more, um, uh, Norin or Corin? Wait, Norin is Nico and Lauren, and Corin uh-huh. is Kelly and Lauren. Well, I yeah. don't stand either of them. I stand Lauren and Nico as friends. But Who do you I, stand more? Oh my god! All right. Um, let's see. Uh, Co or Sierra? She just started talking to. Who's Co? That's oh, Kate and Roe. Oh, I stand them obviously over <laughs> Sierra and Kyle. No, Sierra and guy she oh, just started talking to. I don't know anything about that guy, so I can't stand yeah. him. <laughs> okay. I can't stand a stranger. Okay. Well, anyway, so the deck crew is out and they're drinking a lot. Uh, and Sierra and Kate, Kate's basically like, I'll go out with you so you don't have to go out alone. And Emily and Ben are at dinner chatting about Ben being nervous to ask her out. And we learn that she was happy to be asked out. Um, and Emily is a lot happier that Ben is sitting there and not Kelly. Yeah, baby. Yeah, and Ben says, Emily is fun to talk to, incredibly sophisticated and intelligent, and he wants to get her to know her better because she's from North London, so she's incredibly posh. Do you think there's going to be wedding bells, darling? No, because Ben is a slippery, slippery salmon. Mm, died for sure. What? Died for yeah, sure. He is pretty pink sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. when he's cooking, he's so red. And when mm-hmm. he's wasted, he gets really red. Mm-hmm. Um, red or dead. So uh, Ben and Emily are going to go meet up with the deck crew, and it's awkward. Um, but Lauren runs up and hugs them. And Kelly says he was surprised by Ben, ben and Emily going out on a date. And Sierra and Kate show up to hang out as well, and Sierra feels very put out by Kyle and Kelly being so intense towards her. Kyle lays it all out, and he's like, And she's like, um, what? <laughs> Just joking. He basically says that uh, he was really into her. He didn't get the message that she wasn't as into him, so he feels blown off on the fishing date, and so he's upset. And then he's like, but we can move forward. I don't want this to be a thing. And yeah, it's really awkward. And Nico says everyone is so awkward because people are wasted and they're trying to get their emotions out and they're trying to get to know each other. And he just has to sit there in between all of it while it's super awkward between everybody. It's interesting. Uh, maybe you don't find this interesting. Uh, no, I'm, I don't. Oh, okay. Well... Kyle and Sierra hug it out, and it was real fucked up where he's like, yeah, I mean, I'll be nice to her, but I'll never fucking forgive her, and she's dead to me. And if she comes a-knocking again, which she won't, my door will be nice and locked. And I was like, dude, you are out of your mind. No thoughts? Uh, No, I'm sorry. I was uh, engrossed in my boat fact. All right. Well, um... I'm sorry about that. That's not the kind of show I want to do. Yeah, so Lauren and Kelly go back to the boat, and Lauren is wasted and says she needs a grilled cheese sandwich before she goes to bed. And she steals Nico's 
pizza that he ordered at the restaurant and is like, I'm eating this. You can't have any of it. And while she's like drunkenly walking up the stairs, she drops some pizza out of the box and doesn't even notice. And I guess neither does anyone else. Uh, And then Kyle, Kate, and Sierra are still at the bar, but as Emily and Ben are inside, they decide to just leave them so they can have time to get to know each other by themselves um, and, like, have a date, um, continue their date night. And then they all – Ben and Emily come out, and they're like, oh, okay, they left and didn't say anything? So, yeah. Um, I think that the pizza – is no big deal, and it's not going to turn into a big deal. What do you think? I agree, but the second the captain sees it, it's a big deal. Oh, darling. Yes, darling. Anyway, um, Laura, Nico, and Kelly are on the boat, and they're all just, like, wasted and dancing together. It's really funny. Uh, and then Captain Lee comes back to the boat with, I think, the first officer, Barrier Larry, and finds the pizza trail leading to his quarters, and he says he doesn't appreciate it, and Kate's like, Oh, my God, I will deal with it. And she tells us in her ITM that things are getting out of control. What does he mean leading to his quarters? I like, didn't really understand that. Was Lauren that. going to his quarters? I truly does didn't understand that. he have a private that. staircase? I don't know. It was well, very confusing. And that's our episode, folks. What an episode. No, no, no. We're actually going to take a quick break and come back and finish out the ep. So, BRB. Brab. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com and we're back. Welcome, Brab, everybody. We're Brab. Brab, 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 Brab. So we were talking about the pizza on the ground. So Nico comes down to the crew mess and he finds that the toaster, the panini toaster thingy, was left on and is really hot. So I guess it's starting to smoke, which we can't really see through the footage. Um, so he takes it. I got it. a question. Yeah. Why don't you just unplug it? And it's over. Well, that's what I don't understand. Is like Throw it, it in was the freezer. actually. What, what are you doing? Smoking. I didn't really get it. So put some water on it. I, I don't understand. You can't put. That's an okay. Put it in a bathtub and then get in there with it. Okay, Nick. Uh, but he takes it. He grabs it to take it outside to put it outside. But he runs by Captain Lee in the process, and of course, Captain Lee's like, "What's going on?" And Nico tells him, and Kate's like, "You never show the captain what's going on." 
Then she calls the toaster a boat bomb, which I was like, oh. that. How did it... he know the captain was there? Well, he didn't, but he should know better than to, like, run through, like, possible well, captain that's area. That's a bit much. He's 22 years old. Is he? I thought he was older. Nope. Oh. 22. Yes. Yeah, Print so it. Kate goes down to talk to Nico, who is cleaning up the crew mess. And he's like, I truly don't know who left the toaster on. I would tell you if I did. And she's trying to talk to him about, like, the situation and the safety of that all. And Lauren interrupts and is like, Nico, I need to have a word with you right now. And she's, like, super drunk. And Kelly and Kate's like, hey, um, we're actually having a safety discussion, if you can hold on for a second. And she goes, yeah, okay, okay, I'll, whatever, whatever, I'll, I can wait. And, like, walks off. But then Nico follows her anyway, even though she said she can wait. That was, like, a really weird situation. I don't think she said that. I thought like, she was oh, like, I can wait. I thought she I was think like, she was like, yeah, yeah, this is gonna happen now. So, ah, uh, well, that was unclear. And then Nico's like, oh, this is gonna happen now. I love you, Lauren. It was really I unclear. Come into my bunk. I want to kiss you. It wasn't. I really truly felt like it wasn't clear what they said to each other. And then he was like, hey, come into my bunk. I want to kiss you. Oh my god, shut up, Nick. They do not. He's like, kiss. Captain Lee. Well, I can't believe you're walking in front of my bunk. Come in here real quick. They're just friends, Nick. I want to I want to rub my chin on your fucking neck mustache. Oh, gross. Anyway, Kate says that she's a pretty lenient chief stew, but if they're going to be rude to her, then she'll become more of an asshole. And Lauren is wasted and talking to Nika and being like, and we were like looking for you, like where were you? Like we were dancing and it's not okay for you to not be there. It was like nonsense. Like she was just wasted. Mm-hmm. And Nico's like, do you even know what just fucking went down? And she's like, what? And he's like, shit was on fire, bitch. And she's like, huh? It was bad. It was a bad look for Lauren, I think. Damn, you do a good Lauren, B. Thanks, except for I can't do the British accent. No, but you got the essence of her. It did not sound like her at all. <laughs> no. Um, but Kate tells Kelly what happened, and he says that he'll talk to his crew about it and then complains that Kate is trying to throw him under the bus in front of the captain. Which is like, yeah, bro, well, your people are acting a fool. Get your shit together. What do you mean, my people? Yeah. Well, Kate and Ben, they're outside the dock, and they're speaking French and having a good night. And Ben's like, can I kiss you? And she's like, maybe not now. And Emily says that Ben is very respectful, and there are definitely feelings there now. And Ben says he hopes to continue getting to know Emily. And... Kelly admits to Kate that the girl was all him, and, and Kate says they need to have a discussion in the morning when everyone's heads are more clear, and that's where the episode ends. Wow. Incredible. Hey, you want a boat fact? Yeah, hold on. Boat facts with Nikki T's. Let's hear it. Anna, if that is the real pronunciation of your name. Sure. What is the most dangerous creature in the ocean what's the most dangerous sea creature the most venomous sea creature what's the most terrifying of all the deadliest the killer of all killers in the water region um it has caused more human deaths in australia than snakes sharks and saltwater crocodiles combined these creatures are well, that's a giveaway. So it's not sharks at all. Mm-mm. I More would say. More human deaths than snake sharks. 
One of these contains enough venom to kill up to 60 people. And what's even more dangerous is that their venom speed of acting can kill you in less than five minutes. Mm. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say it's a creature I've never heard of. The most dangerous sea creature may not have rows of razor sharp teeth or any visible mouth at all. It is transparent and pale blue in color. Reef? Almost invisible. Oh, I don't know what this is. The box jellyfish. Oh, it's a jellyfish. Okay. The box jellyfish. Mm -hmm. This differs from the jellyfish that you're thinking in your brain because this jellyfish can swim. And most jellyfishes just float along with the currents. And another trait that sets them apart from other jellyfish is their ability to see. They have eyes. They have clusters of eyes on each side of their box-shaped body. And so these abilities support the belief that instead of waiting for a food to bump into their tentacles, the box jellyfish hunts for its prey. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. So box jellyfish, buddy. Okay, buddy. Right back at ya. Budo. Bud face. Thank you for that fascinating boat fact, Nick. You're welcome. I will never step foot in water again, including my Oh, it's bath. just Australia, you know. Regardless, never again. Okay. You can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. You can follow me at Anna Hosey on Twitter and please leave us a five-star review. We really can't beg anymore. Leave Nick some boat facts. He's tired of doing research on his own. Leave me boat facts in a five-star review on Apple Podcast. That is all I need. There you go. There you go. Okay. All right, y'all. We're outie. Bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.